drop this for D.I.B. A simple, real quick blog about pastoring. And to me, it's very important because it is one of the most important jobs in the world. Pastoring is the way that God takes care of people in a holistic way. In in the sense that it's one of the ways that God puts people in your life that speak to you on every level. Whether it be spiritual, whether it be physical, whether it be mental, whether it be financial, marital, uh, child rearing, parenting. Like for instance, therapists, psychologists, uh, medical doctors, they speak to you along certain lanes. And those are the lanes that they're supposed to be in. But I think that as pastors, one of the things we do is even though we don't have the license as a therapist or the license as a counselor or we don't have the license as a medical doctor, we speak to those issues, whether it be through prayer, whether it be through counseling in God's word, whether it be through the laying on of hands for physical healing. There's so many things that we deal with as a as leaders of a hopefully a collaborative team of leaders so i was just thinking about it right here you know before i get up out of the bed today i'm, I'm like god we really have as leaders and pastors one of the most important jobs in the world and usually we can gauge how effective we're being and if we're doing our job by what we see happening in the world and my I have a couple of things that I think pastors have to do. It's two things, really. And I think, well, three. Number one, we've got to love people. Period. No matter who they are, what they look like, uh, the color of their skin, where they're from, um, it doesn't matter. It, we have to love people, whether they are gay, straight, um, whatever it is, whoever they are, whoever they're manifesting themselves to be, we have to love them with the love of Christ. And it costs us nothing to love. It costs us nothing to care. It costs us nothing to make sure people are eating and that people are have clothes and that people have shelter. It costs us nothing to be leaders of a caring movement that could touch the entire world. You know, we have to be that way. Also... Number two, we have to feed people. And, you know, what God has given us to seed is the word of God. And we have to feed people. We got to stop using that in ways that hurt the cause or hurt the movement and begin to say the bottom line is, is that I have to feed people God's word. Because it's only as people receive the engrafted word that they're able to have their souls, their mind, their will, and their emotions changed. Like I ask people all the time, like, why would you ever feel you're not accepted when God is said in his word, you're accepted in the beloved? And, you know, God has this this big idea. God is that God loves everybody. He embraces everybody. He wants to sit on the mercy seat with you. He wants we call it the love couch of the tabernacle. Then we talk about how he loves us so much. And he's like, I never want to be apart from you that I want to come live inside of you through the residency of my holy spirit and we still have people that feel like god doesn't love them 
And I'm, I'm saying to you, he does love you, but we have to, they don't get their minds changed along those lines until we feed them. And we tell them what's going on because people come through horrific things, whether it be at home, at work, through relationships, through um, things they experience, just everyday living, in everyday living. So we as leaders have to begin to say, I know you have a view, but I'm going to take you to God's view, which is a higher view, that view of yourself where you've been fearfully and wonderfully made, equipped to be a functioning part of God's body. And if you'll just let it happen, it, your life can be beautiful. You can have beauty for ashes. But they don't get that type of mind regeneration or that type of uh, mind cleansing or, in a sense, brainwashing without someone coming in and equipping them in the word. And then lastly, uh, pastors and leaders, we have to defend. We have to be. Uh, defenders of the flock, protectors of the flock, protectors of people. We got to love them. We got to equip them. We got to feed them the word of God. And then we have to we have to actually be protective of them and defensive of them and to take that type of position to make sure that they understand that we would do anything to run off the wolf. And so I was thinking about it today, and I think I just wanted to drop that. If you got a friend that's a pastor or you are a pastor, or you know pastors around the world, send them this and let them know that, one, we're rooting for them. Like, if I could, I, I'd give them all a standing ovation. And just to let them know that, that what they do on a daily basis is so important to the mental health and the spiritual health and salvation of the globe. I love you guys, man. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, for every leader that hears this, my prayer is that you would strengthen them for the battle, that you would make them aware with powerful clarity of what they're called to do and how to do it. And my prayer for them is that you would let them know that they're loved in the process, that you're not just going to use them up and toss them away, but that you're going to use them in a way that touches lives that would also touch their life and regenerate their life in the process as well. For their wives, their children, their husbands, their families, we, I pray that you would bring peace that comes and passes all understanding as we put our hands to the plow on a daily basis, serving you and serving your people. This is one of the greatest jobs, and at the same time, Father, it's one of the toughest jobs because you call us to this selflessness that if we don't handle it right, it, it, it's a burden. And just help us to do what it is you've equipped and anointed us to do. In Jesus' name, we love you more than anything. Amen.